Yo, hello, what's going on? Hey, what's up? It's Vach. How you doing? How you doing? It is Tuesday. I'm filming this on Tuesday, December 21st. What's up? The week of Christmas. Happy holidays. If you're listening to this, hope you guys have a great time with your family. So in this episode, uh, I want to talk to you about why there aren't good or bad foods and why you should stop labeling foods as good or bad. So you, you've heard it before for years and decades now. It, it's just it's slowly kind of going away the term, you know, good or bad. Like, for example, you might have heard it all the time. If you're eating a chocolate or a piece of pizza or something like that, right? And if someone's like, oh, you're being bad. Oh, like, oh, my gosh, I got to stop eating all this bad food. You know, I'm so bad for that. It's like, here's the thing. You're not bad for that. We're human beings, and human beings have figured out how to make some really delicious food, and it is okay to eat those delicious foods. How I like to approach it, and what I tell my clients, and what I tell you know people on my Instagram and, and on social media, what I, what I say is, hey, there are foods that are more nutritious. You might have heard this before. There are foods that are more nutritious, and there are foods that are less nutritious. If your goal especially is... Um, just to feel good and feel healthy and, and, and lose some body fat. It's going to be important that you maximize the nutritious stuff. So what do I mean by that? You know, nutritious foods, uh, plants, right? Fruits and vegetables are great. Uh, lean meats, um, you know, foods that are going to be higher in protein and fiber and, and vitamins, all that good stuff, right? The healthier, more nutritious stuff. And then you got the part where, there's foods that are not as nutritious, right? For example, uh, let me throw some stuff out there. You know, like milk chocolate or ice cream, Pop-Tarts, chips, stuff like that, right? Those don't contain as many nutrients. Of course not. But it's you're not bad for eating those foods. You're not going to lose all your progress for eating those types of foods. And I don't want this to be me coming on here and saying, hey, you should just eat all your calories and chips and you'll lose weight. It's like, yeah, technically, but like, obviously I'm not an advocate for that. I, you know, overall health is important. Feeling good is important. And you're probably not going to feel good if you just eat all your calories in milk chocolate, right? Um, milk chocolate's great by the way, but like, I don't know. I've, I've been slowly liking dark chocolate. No. Um, I tried this dark chocolate from Trader Joe's. It's like 85% cocoa. It's great. But uh, a lot of people might think it's bitter. But I've, I've been trying to enjoy it. But, uh, I mean, we got some Lind. I think it's called Lind. Lindor. Lind. Chocolates. They're great. So we've been having those. Um, yeah. Those are delicious. The milk chocolate ones. But anyways, what I was saying was you can have those types of foods. And the reason I say this is because old Vach, when I first started out with fitness, when I first wanted to lose weight, I didn't know what I was doing. I, you know, I, was, I was not educated like I am now. I wasn't, I just didn't know what I was doing. I was listening to the bro science, the, the bros at the gym, at the supplement shops, yo, eat this, eat some quinoa, eat some chicken, eat some fish, eat some broccoli and you're good to go. It's like, okay. So I just did that. Right. And I missed out on all my favorite foods and it was just very, it's really sad to think about now where so many celebrations, so many events I missed out on, on eating delicious food, like on holidays and, and 
holidays and birthdays and celebrations and all these things. It's like, oh, there's some ice cream cake. I really love ice cream cake. I have no reason in the world where I don't have an excuse as to why I don't want that. Like I, I felt like I wanted it. I really did. But I convinced myself that, oh, I can't have that. That's bad. That's uh, sugar. Oh, I'm going to... It's going to make me store fat. Oh, I can't have diet soda because of aspartame and I'm going to just drop dead. It's like, no, that's not how it works. And that's why it's so important to just, just get, you know, I, after just being educated in, in nutrition and just learning more about it, um, just, just reading up on it and everything. It's like, wow, it, it, there's so many misconceptions about fitness and nutrition that unfortunately people still believe not I mean, I'm sure they mean well, but it's just misinformation, right? If you might have believed these things once, you know, everyone has, I have. I mean, dude, I was on keto, intermittent fat. I was doing all these, I was, hey, I'm on, I was in the same group as you doing all these different diets, trying to find the, the perfect one. And I remember doing keto and it was, it was Thanksgiving and it was Christmas and um, we were just, you know, having a good time and you know, in our culture, we like Armenian culture. Um, we like eating. I know many cultures, almost, I can't think of many cultures that don't, but like, you know, it comes down to the, just celebrating with food. And it was just sad where I would just kind of skip out on it. I would tell others, you know, no, I'm on this diet. I can't have these certain foods. They oh, that's bad. And I can't do it. I would feel really guilty for it. And then, you know, I kind of had this cycle of binge eating where I would eat clean for a week or two, right? And then, you know, I'm really low calories too, doing a bunch of exercise. And then I would just be fed up. And I, you know, instead of just having one cookie and that was fine, I couldn't just have one. I ended up eating all the cookies, right? And the reason that happened was because I was so restrictive for so long. I put it off, I put it off. And then finally, when I got my hands on it, what happened? Well, I ended up eating all the cookies. And it was a really bad cycle. Um, thankfully, you know, I'm out of that now, but it was really tough. Right. And, and yes, I lost the weight, but I always tell people, it's like, I made so many mistakes. I'm telling you right now, if you, if you're listening to this, appreciate you, you could be doing anything right now, whether you're in the car, you're going on a walk. What's up? I appreciate you tuning in. Um, and where was I, right? I was talking about just, it was this really bad cycle, right? Where I was losing weight, you know, but I was just, I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. Yeah, I was losing weight, but that was just because, I mean, if you just eat chicken and broccoli all day, it's going to be hard to not lose weight. But then again, what happened was I kept going up and down because I was just so restrictive, right? And when you're trying to lose body fat, when you're when you're on a you know a little dieting phase, a cutting phase, as some might call it, you are gonna be a bit more limited with your calorie intake, right? But that doesn't mean that you gotta go super low. That doesn't mean you gotta cut out all your favorite foods. And I'm gonna be honest here. I'm gonna you know, I'm not saying. I mean, essentially, if you're if you're on a mission to lose body fat, yeah, you might not be able to fit tons and tons of of uh servings of your favorite foods right but having a serving is totally fine right having it's all about portions that's what i always tell people it's always about portions it's always about portion size it's never like you know if somebody's like oh i can't lose weight i had a burger you know 
you know, from burgers, I just can't, you know, a pizza just makes me gain weight. It's like, well, not necessarily, right? Chronically overeating any food, eating overconsumption of any food with any calories, that is going to make you store fat, right? Regardless of what anyone tells you, it's not sugar, it's not this or that. It's it's eating too many calories, right? And what happens is, you know, people sh- put shift the blame onto certain foods when in reality it's hard to kind of stop yourself and, and, and think about it. And it's kind of hard to tell yourself like, hey, I've been overeating calories. I'm not being consistent with my calorie intake. You know, I've been I've been I've been inconsistent. And it's hard to say that. It's hard to confess to yourself that. But that that really is the reason why. Somehow, some way you're eating too many overall calories and and sometimes that you might just need to change, right? You just might need to change what you've been doing. So I know for a lot of folks out there, if you struggle, struggling with hunger, um, I mean, for, you know, I could say the reasons why you're struggling with hunger, maybe not eating enough protein, not getting enough fiber, more fruits and veggies would be a good idea. But also another thing is, well, here, here are a few reasons. Uh, another reason why is because maybe you're, you're not eating enough, right? And no, you know, no starvation mode is not a thing, right? Where if you eat too low of calories, you're not losing weight. That, is, that doesn't work, right? If you eat a low amount of calories, you will lose weight. But of course, I'm not advocating that. Uh, I'm not recommending to eat a low amount of calories. And again, a low amount of calories is different for everyone. A low for some people might be 2K. Some people low is 1,200. Low, you know, it, it depends, right? Um, like for me, for example, I don't, it, it's when I was, I was like 19, I was like 18 or 19 trying to lose weight for the first time. And after high school, I was just fed up and, and it was just crazy because I was eating 1300. That was my goal. Like I was like, I'm going to eat 1200 calories. I want to lose all this weight real quick. I want to go fast. I want to get this off. I'm tired of it. It just wasn't way, the way to go. Right. Like, but I didn't know any better at that time. I was just kind of following the bro science. I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't educated in this stuff at the time. I I, I was just going off random articles and random friends that are were buff. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, they, they know what they're saying. So I would just listen to them. Um, and I knew at, at the heart of it, it's like I'm eating too much fast food. I'm I'm not consistent at all. I knew I wasn't exercising, and of course, I changed that. Um, started exercising, started eating more nutritious foods. But like, what happened was my relationship with food suffered so much; it really did. It just took a big nosedive. Um, I lost the weight, right? Cool, but I just still wasn't like I was still fearing foods, and it is so crazy to me. Like, I used to fear foods; like I would get anxious around food. Right. And I know that that's common. That's if you're, you might be struggling with that. And I've been in that position and it is extremely difficult. But I do want to say a good way to get over that. It's going to take some time, but to get over food anxiety and being nervous around food and feeling guilty for eating other foods is look, you don't have to, you know, you're not a bad person for eating certain foods. And you got to remember that. There are foods that are just going to be more filling, you know, better bang for your buck, right? But 
there aren't going to be foods out there that are just making you not see progress, right? Because, you know, that's that's a common claim. Usually the most common one is like, you know, I cut out sugar, right? That is the biggest thing that people say. They're like, I'm on this, you know, little diet. I'm cutting out sugar. It's like, now, if you want to, if you're someone who just hates eating sugar and you don't want to eat sugar, go ahead. Don't eat sugar, you know, if you, if you actually enjoy doing that. But if you're someone who, like most people, you enjoy eating some chocolate or having an ice cream cone or, you know, I don't know, whatever sugary food you like. I mean, even fruit, you know, has sugar. But I mean, I know that's natural sugar. But like, if you're someone like that, of course, you can do your diet for a week or two and then you're going to see it. I see it time and time again. Hey, I'm doing this low carb thing. Okay. Do you like carbs? Yeah. Well, then why are you doing low carb? Oh, well, you know, you know, Kathy over there did keto, lost a bunch of weight. It's like, okay, but what works for someone else might not work for you, you know, and especially if you enjoy those types of foods. It's like, you know, I'm doing this thing where I can't have this, that, and that. It's like, well, do you like those things? It's like, yeah. But it's like, then why are you giving them up? It's like, oh, well, I'm trying to lose weight. It's like, you don't have to be so restrictive when it comes to fat loss, especially if, especially if you have more weight to lose and it's going to take a bit more time, you're going to want to do something that's sustainable. But also another thing is, yeah, fat loss is cool, but your relationship with food is important too, right? So it's like, that's what happened with me. I lost all my weight. Okay, cool. But I was still, I still couldn't eat foods that I really liked without feeling bad. And I was just like, that's, that's crazy. It's like, people were like, oh yeah, you know, this guy, healthy guy, right? You know, healthy Vodge, this guy lost all the weight and he's all healthy now. It's like, well, yeah, I guess, you know, from a, um, you know, cholesterol and, and a blood panel plant, blood panel level. Yes. You know, my, my bloods, you know, did, did improve, but like mentally, I guess it I just wasn't improving. Right. I was still like nervous on eating certain foods and I feel like that's not healthy. That's not healthy at all. Physically, yes, healthy, um, lost body fat and, you know, got some muscle going. Um, well, actually, this was before I was building the muscle. I lost my muscle because I was under eating and I was not lifting weights. But that's a whole another topic for another episode. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the way I got over it was slowly introducing those foods. Like I would do keto for months and then I was like, I'm done with this. I want to eat normal food again. I want to stop eating boiled eggs all the time and like cheese and meat. So I just decided to uh, slowly reintroduce those foods back into my diet. Um, yeah. Like I, the first probably few months or six months or even more when I started losing weight, it took me about 14, 15 months or something to lose like about a hundred, hundred pounds, a uh, hundred five, something like that. But the way I did it was just like, cutting out all my favorite foods and then I had to slowly reintroduce them back and then over time relationship with food got better and it took a lot of time to get there um but it was so worth it to, to take the time and just trust the process and kept going so yeah I mean that's really the biggest thing is how do you get over your fear and anxiety with foods it's, it's you eat those foods obviously not all day long for as many portion sizes, you know, just 
you know, controlling the portions of it, but also saying like, you know, if you keep doing it, keep doing it and it's normal, right? You're eating mostly nutritious foods and then you have those less nutritious foods around, you know, you, you incorporate some of those into your calorie intake. And if you're not counting calories, that's okay. You can just incorporate it a little piece of a chocolate or, you know, a cookie or whatever, you know, have that with some for dessert, let's say. And there you go, right? If everything else is in check, that's not going to halt your progress. It's never one cookie or it's never, it's never a serving of ice cream that, oh, I lost, you know, lost all my progress. It's the overconsumption of any food. And of course, those foods are easier to overeat on, but they're not bad, right? They just don't contain as many nutrients because when you start associating different, you know, oh, that's bad, right? You're going to feel bad, right? You're not a good person if you had some sliced cucumbers, right? But you're not bad if you had Pop-Tart, right? So that's what I'm trying to get at. It's like, don't have to completely eliminate, right? Yes, restrain and minimize, right? But that does not mean can't have it ever again. And it's up to you, right? Your language is so important. Like, hey, I choose to not have this, but maybe I'll have it tomorrow or the next day. You know, I'll have it whenever I feel like it versus, oh, I can't have that. Because really, at the end of the day, of course, this is not including if you have a dietary restraint or anything like that where you can't have certain foods. But if you can, you know, you, you technically can have those foods. Your your language is so important. If you convince yourself you can't have these foods, what's going to happen is you're going to crave it more and more. And eventually you get your hands on it and you're going to eat more than you originally planned to. So that's why I always suggest... Just have a little bit of, of whatever it is you want, right? And that's how you kind of manage those cravings and tackle them right there before it spirals down and leads into more, right? So there it is. There are no good or bad foods. Your relationship with food is so important, and I don't want you to lose sight of that, right? Because that is something you, you – I mean, you're going to deal with food every day for the rest of your life. So it's something to be really mindful of, all right? So hopefully this – episode would help appreciate you tuning in and if you like this podcast yo would appreciate if you shared it with someone that would be much appreciated so yeah i'll catch you in the next one hope you guys have a great day and uh peace out